You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kaylee LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hi, my name is Kalia, and I help you to overcome limiting core beliefs that keep you stuck and prevent you from reaching for the sky. Be true to you and live the life that you love. I'm living the life that I love. I'm in my truck camper right now traveling for the summer. I am a life coach, a spiritual counselor, and a clinical hypnotherapist since 1988, and it's my passion to help you to imagine your best life, to listen to your intuition, and follow inspiration, because this is the path forward. And if you haven't been here before and don't know who I am, I've spent over 20 years working in the field of narcissistic abuse, counseling and coaching people who are coming out of relationships or staying in relationships with narcissistic and borderline partners, family members, social groups, and work environments. I found myself getting stuck in my personal life because I lived and breathed narcissistic abuse. So guess what I continued to attract into my life? That's right, one narcissist after another. I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. I'd worked so hard on myself and I had pretty good self-worth. I'd overcome so many of my own limiting beliefs that allowed me to move forward in my life and do the things that I wanted to do. I recorded three music CDs, I wrote five books, I launched a podcast and several websites, and I put myself out there in ways I never would have in the past. So why was I still attracting people into my life who were scapegoating me and displaying extremely narcissistic behaviors? Well, I had a friend that suggested maybe it was because I was so focused on narcissism and narcissistic abuse. So I had to look at that because the law of attraction tells us what we focus on, we create. I've heard so many people say, I can spot a narcissist a mile away. Well, when we can spot a narcissist a mile away, we have a very sharp radar. We're very zeroed in and in many ways looking for all the signs and symptoms. And guess what? We find them. When we're hyper-focused, on the narcissist, whether it is the person you're trying to break away from or just trying to avoid narcissists, the opposite happens. We attract them because we're focused on them. In fact, most people coming out of narcissistic relationships are obsessed with the narcissist in their lives. I know I was. All we can think about is that person who did us wrong and how they got away with it and how they moved on without missing a beat and how unfair it is and how little we mattered to that person and how the relationship we believed that we had wasn't the relationship we actually had. We're so hyper-focused on the narcissist during a time we consciously want nothing more than to forget about them and get on with our lives. 
In fact, we tend to go down the narcissistic abuse rabbit hole and learn everything we can about what a narcissist is and why he or she does what he or she does and knowledge is power, right? We want to know so that we can avoid this kind of thing ever happening again. But knowledge isn't enough. Knowledge is our conscious accumulation of information. But much of what's going on is subconscious. We don't stop to think about how our obsession and hyper-focus on the narcissist keeps that person front and center in our lives. And we forget about the person that matters most, which is ourselves. When we spend our time focused on what we don't want, such as to be obsessed with a narcissist or a bad breakup or even the sad state of our bank account, we get more of that. Most people who come to work with me who are trying to recover from a narcissist will say, I just want to stop thinking about him or I just want to get out of pain. But the focus in their life is the obsession and the pain. And as long as we continue to hyper-focus on what we don't want, this is what our subconscious is bringing more of to us. This is because our subconscious conjures up our reality based on the information we give it. We give it pictures and images and it responds to them. And if we keep focused on how we wish things were different in that relationship, we're stuck in a state of wishing things are different. But things are never going to be different, especially since we have so much powerful emotion behind our pain and our wishing. What happens is we get stuck in a cycle that we can't get out of. We keep spinning our wheels, repeating the pattern of hyper-focusing on the narcissist, the relationship, and the desire for reconciliation or an apology. What happens is we get stuck in a cycle that we can't get out of. We keep spinning our wheels, repeating the pattern of hyper-focusing on the narcissist, the relationship, and the desire for reconciliation or an apology or what you might have said or done differently to bring about a different outcome. All your thought energy and emotional energy is still hyper-focused on the narcissist, so you get more of that. For me, because this was my field of study and focus, as I wrote books, articles, did videos, and podcasts on the topic of narcissistic abuse, my mind and my thoughts were constantly on it. I was constantly researching. I was constantly in that field. Of narcissistic abuse. I would of course get beyond a toxic relationship and move on with my life and get to a good place but then I would attract another narcissistic person into my life and of course once I figured out who they were I let them go I never stayed in the relationships but they were still coming in the door until I figured out what was going on it really wasn't my lack of self-worth or my lack of knowledge. It was what I focused on. Because what we focus on, we create. Narcissism continued to be a part of my reality. So the last book I wrote was called The Path to Self-Love. The tagline was Soul Recovery from Narcissistic Abuse and Toxic Relationships. 
but the tagline is not the focus of the book. Self-love is. I used that tagline because I wanted to attract my audience. I wanted to attract people that would benefit most from this book and that are the people that were hyper-focusing on narcissism and needing to bring their attention and energy back to themselves, to loving themselves, to taking care of themselves. And that's what that book is about. So I found myself moving away from the focus on narcissistic abuse and towards self-love. And guess what I was experiencing more of? That's right, self-love. The deeper I go into this, the more I realize how so many people I've worked with, including myself, have held to a belief that we are broken and that we need to be fixed. We have all these core wounds and beliefs that affect us negatively and cause us to fall into bad work environments, relationships, and even to stay entrenched in a toxic family dynamic. We may find that we have a pattern of being a scapegoat, being blamed for other people's stuff, or rather being the canvas where people project their toxic residue onto. And this is no fun. Believe me, I've been there more than I care to discuss. I've done quite a few podcasts and videos on overcoming the scapegoat role, and I've been pretty successful at doing this myself. Although it still sets me back when someone blames me for what they are doing or not doing. I have to do a reset and remind myself this is not about me. I still haven't manifested my soulmate, but I'm busy being my own soulmate, living true to myself and letting go of feeling I need somebody else to complete my life or make my life easier. I'm embracing the ultimate self-love journey and my life is pretty great right now. I travel every year for four months by myself in my truck camper in the summer and I visit these beautiful places. I love what I do and I love the new direction my life is taking me. The truth is you are not broken and it's time to let go of any kind of belief that has you thinking there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You might be sensitive, maybe you're an empath, maybe you have some beliefs that don't serve you, but this doesn't mean that you're broken. You didn't get involved with a narcissist because you were broken. You didn't stay in a bad relationship because you were broken. You didn't stay working for a toxic boss because you were broken. You didn't stay plugged into a toxic family system because you were broken. You were in all of these situations because you have or had beliefs that kept you there. It's about your beliefs and where you focus your energy and your attention. For example, if you're in a bad marriage or a bad job and all you do is complain about it and wish you were somewhere else, you're still focused on how bad it is and this is where your attention is going and this is what you're getting more of. What if instead you focus on the life you really want and then you get to slay the dragons that come up telling you that you can't have what you want or that you don't deserve it or you're not worthy of it. There will always be those dragons at first because your dragons are the reason you've been stuck. I've talked before about how the 
dragons, how it's the dragon's job to guard the gold, to keep you from getting to the gold. Well, guess what? You are the gold. It's within you and your dragons are preventing you from getting to your true authentic self. So of course you have to face the dragon and befriend that dragon so he will let you in so you can get to the gold. The dragon always seems so big and scary in the beginning, but as you face him down, he begins to shrink and lose power. Your goal isn't necessarily to kill off the dragon, to slay it in the normal sense. It is more to shrink it down so it becomes more like a kitten. It loses its power over you. The dragon is your limiting beliefs that keep you stuck. It's the beliefs that tell you that you can't, that you aren't good enough, that you don't have what it takes, that you aren't worthy or lovable. But when you get to the gold, you're plugging into source energy and you get to see who you really are, you're, that you're awesome, that you're enough, that you can do it, that you are worthy, that you are lovable. Nothing or nobody can stop you. Not now, not ever. So I want to let you in on a secret. The dragon changes sizes. It can be big or it can be small depending on where you are in your mindset. You are the one making it big or small. So if you have a setback, the dragon may seem huge and overwhelming and then it's really hard to get to the gold where you are plugged into source energy and you see your true amazing self. But if you stop, take a few deep breaths and tune into source energy within you, the God or the gold of your being, the illusion of the big scary dragon falls away. Perhaps our old beliefs that we need to spend a lifetime working on ourselves to heal our core wounds and change our negative programs is an illusion too because it isn't really about working on ourselves. It's more about being ourselves and adopting beliefs that support our being ourselves. And then when the dragon rears its ugly head, you can just tell it where to go. As far as recovery from narcissistic abuse goes, you have to find a way to shift your focus from obsessing about the narcissist and find another point of focus that feels good and exciting. But you also have to get beyond the negative beliefs that tell you that the way the narcissist treated you was somehow your fault. It wasn't. It isn't about you being unworthy or broken. It wasn't that you were not enough for the narcissist in your life. It was that you were too much. You triggered the unworthiness in the narcissist because you held up a beautiful mirror and he or she just couldn't look into it because his or her dragons were too big and scary. So all you were was the mirror. You held up the mirror and the narcissist saw his own reflection and was freaked out by it but it's not your fault. So don't allow that person to take you or your soul. Maybe you've had or are having a setback and that's okay. Learn how to love yourself through it. Get the book, The Path to Self-Love 
and reinvent yourself. What are your dreams? What do you want in your life? What's important to you? And how are you going to get it? Well, to start with, you change your focus to what you do want, not what you don't want. Start letting yourself fantasize and imagine the life you would truly love to live. And if you want an amazing partnership and are deeply disappointed because you thought that you had found it and the person ended up being a narcissist, don't give up on yourself. Not everybody's a narcissist unless you keep hyper-focused on narcissism and then everybody that shows up tends to be a narcissist. You can learn from your past relationships and tell yourself, okay, that person showed me some of what I want and what I really don't want. So stay focused on what you want and realize that the narcissist isn't going to magically change and be what you want. It's his or her nature to have a really big shadow that he or she is unaware of and that shadow gets projected onto their nearest and dearest. And you don't want that, right? So take the good, the things you did like, and put it on your list for the partner that you are attracting. In my case, I'm not really focused on attracting a partner. I'm still focused on living my best life, being my best self, and growing my business. I know I don't need to be perfect to attract my ideal mate, but perhaps my focus just needs to be on something different right now. The one thing I can tell you is that I am no longer identifying as a specialist or an authority on narcissistic abuse. My books are still out there. I still offer support for those that need it, but my focus has shifted to helping people truly step into their best version of self so that they can love their life. And as I focus on this, I'm loving my own life more and more. How about you? Are you with me? If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you can say I'm with you in the comments, tell me what your dreams are, what your focus is going to be, or what your focus is. Because I am with you. I'm taking the journey of self-love, knowing that true recovery from narcissistic abuse is self-love. It is changing your mindset and adopting beliefs that support who you are becoming. I hope this has been helpful for you and I really want to thank you for being here and watching this video today. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I will put a link in the description below for my coaching, spiritual counseling, and hypnotherapy services, and also my books and audio hypnosis downloads. Thank you so much for listening today and I will see you in the next podcast. Have a great day.